Welcome to Wellbeing. Thank you for joining us. I'm Susie Tapley, founder of MAST, a center for well-being on Nantucket and beyond. This is where we have curious, compassionate conversations about what makes each of us well. Today, I'm delighted to welcome Dr. Gabrielle Francis to the conversation. Dr. Gabby has been practicing natural medicine for more than 35 years. She is a naturopathic doctor, chiropractor, acupuncturist, licensed massage therapist, and published author. The base of her practice is in New York City, but she travels the world meeting with tribes of beautiful humans, helping them uncover their greatest essence of well-being. Dr. Gabby, it's such a pleasure to have you here. Well, thank you for inviting me, Susie. It's so great to see you as always. As always. And so I have the great pleasure and privilege of being one of your patients and having having experienced um, your, I will say, your brand of wellness and medicine. And you marry Western modalities and Eastern modalities. And then also I would add in there that a huge part of your genius is adding in... Um, the personal essence of the patient. So what I mean by that is you really ask a lot of questions about your lifestyle and you help you help your patients come up with a plan that is sustainable and doable. And it's so beautiful. And so to start to kick it off, I just would love to hear how you got to that method. Like I know that in naturopathic medicine, it's you start with the root cause, but you really... If you feel very seen in your presence as a patient, which is very oh, rare. Thank in you medicine. very much. Well, there's a saying in naturopathic medicine that it's more important to know the patient that has the disease than the, than the disease the patient has. Mm. And um, I think a lot of it just comes from my extreme curiosity with people. Like I really love people and I love to understand how they work, what makes them tick. And I really want to understand the entire context of their life because when you're asking them to make changes about their health, you really want to know how that's going to work in the whole system of their being, you know? And, um, you know, you're trying to get them to really change and change is something that happens not just in the body it's in the mind the spirit and socially mm. especially for health and so the more i know about somebody the more i can see where those access points are to help facilitate change for them yeah i mean it's really beautiful i'll use my own example when i sat with you in your office in new york city which is so vibrant and just filled with love when you walk through the door, which again is not the feeling you typically get when you walk into a medical um, office. But I sat with you and, you know, you asked me so many beautiful questions about my life and my family. And um, we entered into this really wonderful conversation. You know, I'm 45 and a lot of women in my age bracket are, are starting to think about or have symptoms of perimenopause. And I really wanted to understand it, not in a clinical way, because there's a lot of information out there clinically, but I really wanted to understand what it, what it meant for me and for my life and my relationships. And you described it so beautifully. Can you share with everyone listening your philosophy on the the female phases of life and the cycles because it really I came home and shared it with my husband I shared it with friends you know it made me really open up and look at my six-year-old in a different light 
um, <laughs> and the synergy that the two of us share in these phases of life with her being six yeah. and me being 45. So could you share that with us? Because it's really profound. Sure. Well, I'm working with so many women and um, in perimenopause now. And perimenopause is that 10 years before menopause. And menopause is when the periods stop completely. And so that 10 years before, we call it perimenopause. And one thing that I love to teach people is how the biological changes that you're going through also have an impact on you emotionally and spiritually. Mm. So do you want me to talk about the biological part of it too? I would love or for you to talk about like the emotional and spiritual part of it because I think that we, okay. while I did learn a lot about the biology of it, that is fascinating that I didn't know that at 45, but the connection of the emotional and the spiritual is, okay, that gets left out of every conversation. Yeah, exactly. So- you know, under the age of 40, a woman's estrogen and progesterone are extremely high. And those hormones wire her to mother to give, 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 and get nothing back to put other needs, other people's needs before her own. And her identity under the age of 40 is really based on who she takes care of, who she helps who needs her, who, who she loves, because those hormones are really biologically wire us for that. And it's women and so, who, you don't have to have a child to have, like, you don't need just, a that's child. just who we are as women. A child, you are wired to, to, to help people, to give, to take care of, to nurture, mm. and your identity is really based on that with those very high hormone levels. Um, so I call that the mother archetype. Um, over the age of 50, when a woman's moved into menopause, if she's in balance, her estrogen and progesterone are only 20% of what they were before. And there are these hormones in the brain that get very high that are called FSH and LH. And I, I tell people, those are your queen hormones. I love that. And so those wire you to be very spiritual, creative, altruistic. They're visionary hormones. And they um, wire you to kind of be thinking about a bigger picture. So when you think about a queen, she's still a mother, but she's more of like the mother of the world where she's a woman in her 50s is thinking like, how can I make the world a better place mm. but have more fun myself? And when those hormones of mothering kind of go down she kind of starts to see herself and her needs for the first time so many times you'll see women in their 50s they really don't care what people think anymore they're doing whatever mm -hmm. they want um, <laughs> and they um, they need a lot of time alone to be able to kind of channel their creativity and their spirituality but they're also thinking about you know a lot of things about their legacy. What, how am I going to make a big difference in the world more than that little family kind of connection? When a woman gets into her 40s, she's got that, she's in perimenopause and the hormone levels are fluctuating and, you know, the, the egg numbers are going down, but she's basically dancing between these two archetypes, biologically, spiritually, and emotionally, you know. And what you'll see in the 40s is that 
she starts to see the the queen coming in. Mm. You know, she starts to think about what do I want for myself? Mm-hmm. And she starts to think about um, her own needs for the first time and how she'd like to work differently and make a bigger impact. And then there's the other part of her, the mother archetype, which is still there, that is still seeing, you know, all these people need me. I kind of set up the structure in my life to be there for everybody. So you'll often see that in the 40s, women are kind of, they feel like they're two people. Sometimes they think they're absolutely psycho, (laughs) you know, because like a minute I'm like, this is where I want to be, but this is where I am. And they can get very frustrated. And I really like to teach people what's really happening physically so that you can understand the emotional and spiritual changes that are going through. Because I always say that if you are, if really, if you really understand what's happening in your forties, it's like, um, there's a death and a rebirth going on. Yes. And that can be really confusing and it can be painful and it can be painful for everyone around because you know, a very small example was just yesterday. I said to my husband, oh my gosh, I just spent a week, a whole weekend like with the kids one-on-one. And and I was like, I just, I love being with them and I love going to work, but I just, I feel, I'm feeling badly about not being with them all the time. Cause in, and he, you know, he has a different perspective because he has always gone to work, right? And that's kind of what has been expected from him and that archetype. And so I think to know biologically that there are hormones that are shifting that keep you straddled between two worlds and that it's okay to feel that way is incredibly supportive because most of us as humans can be really hard on ourselves but women in particular we we can be very demanding and hard on ourselves and so um it's really good to know that and it's good for partners to know that as women as we're in our 40s wanting to explore other avenues in our life that bring us joy and contribute to who we are as people that's outside of our families that that's very normal it's not us trying to pull away or detach it's very normal so i love that you can't separate the biological from the spiritual and and um, and from the emotional and the mindset too of like this is okay this is to talk gently with yourself that this is a transition there is a death and a rebirth that is continuous in this period and you have to honor both of those people in the in the 40s you have to honor that you are that mother archetype and you have that family or those mm. people that need you um, but the, you also have to honor this new person coming in and create space for her without feeling guilty. The problem is the family and the friends and the people in your work life are used to you giving without questioning, right? Yes. And they're like, what do you mean you need your own time? Or she's like, hmm. I love you, but you can do this yourself. And they're like, you know, but mom, you used to always do that stuff for us. Now you're, you know, you don't want to do it anymore. They don't understand because you're the one changing, really, not them. And so I think one of the most important things in the 40s is number one, the woman understanding the biology of what's happening and how it's affecting her emotionally and spiritually and how she's going to balance these two archetypes that she's living in, but also to be able to communicate it with her family, her friends, her mm. people at work, so that she doesn't have to feel guilty. You know? Yes. 
she can honor both of these things, you know, and the family doesn't take it personally. They don't feel rejected. Why is mom not want to be at my baseball game? She's off at a retreat in Costa Rica or at a belly dance class. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, and and it can be a beautiful conversation about what we all need, right? To say to children, I mean, especially, you know, as I say it to my girls, you know, this is, I, you know, mommy, can I come with you this morning? Can I come with you? You know what? This isn't a moment that you can come with me to work, but there are moments where you can, or what if we do this later? I need some help with this later. And that has been really powerful for me personally to just be able to communicate it and, and to be able to like share with my husband, like, this is what's happening for me. Like I'm kind of in between both worlds and I'm figuring it out. And it, it, it gives so much grace to that expansive moment because you're you're basically saying like I'm trying to figure this out and I'm looking for your support and instead of instead of what you said is so real that the people around you expect you to show up the same way and I think as a female we tend to get really locked into that and men do too but I can only speak from my female experience that you get locked into you're doing this you're you've said yes to this and all of a sudden just start to say yeah like i can feel in my body that this is no longer a yes for me and we give our yeah. kids and everyone around us permission to then say that too yeah and the interesting thing too is um in the mid 40s and 50s men are going through an opposite type of change so their testosterone is going down and their estrogen levels are rising a little bit And so they are actually coming back into the family. They're becoming more nurturing, better listeners want to be more involved. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's family time. So if I always tell couples, like if you're going to work, make it past your 40s, it's going to be because you renegotiate the contracts of the relationship. Because the way it was set up before the age of 40 is going to have to be changed. But if you understand what's happening and you're both willing to do that and allow these new people to come through, it can be really wonderful. It's all about communication and understanding. I mean, this is a, a radical conversation to be having with, the, with a, a medical doctor, right? Because people aren't having these conversations. And I would imagine that, you know, when I revisited in anticipation of this conversation, I revisited the principles of naturopathic medicine and you know, the healing power of nature, identifying the root cause. But the real one that that really stuck out with me too, that really stuck out with me were treat the whole person. And what you're talking about is that treating the whole person. And it changes all of it. When we think about how our whole system works together and then how we interact with our own ecosystem, it changes how we make decisions about our health. Yeah, and I really believe that, you know, to understand a person and their lifestyle is the best way to access change for them Mm -hmm. and how it's going to work for them and what motivates them to change and what is their support system, too. And um, so for me, it's very important to understand all that and to be able to work with it. So I understand, you know, 
it's like I'm asking people to see a different possibility than they came in for. They usually think very small when they come in for me. And then I, I give them what they want on the first visit, but I also plant seeds of what the possibilities are. And I have to awaken up that potential in people. And that's really fun. I mean, and it's it's incredible because even in my own experience with you, you know, I can say, one, you're so accessible, which is also not um, usually you, there's usually a barrier to entry when you're when you're dealing with a medical office. And anytime I've reached out to your office or anytime I've emailed, like there's a response right away. There's a, would you like to speak to Dr. Gabby? There's this it feels like you're in partnership, which really I also think is motivating to make change because you do feel support. I like to think of myself as being on an adventure with my patients. And uh, I think I'm very honored to be part of that. And that's how I look at my patients is like, it's really cool to see people when they come in and how they end up going. And a big part of what I like to do is educate and empower people and show them that they're actually doing this themselves. I'm just kind of facilitating for them, educating them, teaching them how they can make these changes themselves. Which is incredible. And it also, just to be in your presence too, you are someone who lives this for yourself. And I think, so it's really inspiring to- Thank you. It it is. I mean, from the moment I met you, right? Right away, we connected and I'm like, you have this beautiful effervescence about you that says- that's very real too, that you're very real and honest about, and you share about your own travels and your own experiences and finding wellness around the world and what those practices look like. And I think being open to things is a, is a major contributor of our, of our overall health. Well, I'm, I really admire you, Susie, and I'm so excited about what you're doing at MAST, and I'm excited to be part of that and to be sharing kind of some of the things I know with your community there. So we'll be on that adventure together. We will. And, that, and so um, for those of you listening, and if you're on Nantucket or you want to come to Nantucket for the weekend of October 6th through the 9th, Dr. Gabby is going to be here. And you really don't want to miss it. You want to sit with her. You want to talk with her. She is going to be offering some incredible resources to our community. She'll be meeting new, new, new faces, having conversation. And it's just a beautiful opportunity for us to learn something more about ourselves, I think, from a different perspective, right? And from a woman who has, as a female, I wanted a female doctor. I was at a point in my life where I'm like, I want a, I want a woman who has gone through this to say to me, yeah. this can be really pleasurable and it doesn't have to be a struggle yeah and that's so important so yeah I want people to look forward to this time of their life and not to dread it because I think society really dreads the idea of aging and doesn't look at all the beauty that comes with it and this is a time where she's becoming freer and freer actually and it's it's beautiful to see women go through this transition especially when they're in balance well, and that's the key, right? To bring us all into balance. So, Dr. Gabby, I appreciate you so much. I will be so excited to welcome you on October 6th and give you a hug in person. And thank, thank you, you for, for inviting me. I'm excited yes. too. Oh, it's going to be wonderful. And thank you for kicking off the conversation today. And we'll have much more conversation in, a, in another month. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. And th- thank you all for joining us for this episode of Wellbeing, The Well Within You. 
I hope you can join us next week as we continue to discuss all that makes us well. Be well, friends.